Okay, so hello and welcome. For the first time, we're actually live. That's uh, due to a cock-up on my part, really. I should have um, checked the, the link thing, but uh, I didn't. Anyway, so there you go. So you get a special treat tonight. Yeah, you get to see see everyone. Um, Gordon's taking time out at the moment. He's having a couple of weeks holiday, having a bit of a well-earned rest. And we're very, very lucky to have... Um, Gilbert Mondragon in as his temporary step in. Um, welcome, Gil, and thank you very much for doing this. Thank you for uh, having me. Thank you for having me. More than welcome. It's uh, really is. It's nice to have you on here. Sure. So, um, what have we been doing this week? Um, well, we'll go to. I know. I know that uh, Josh is busy building his future cyborg brother <laughs> or something that he's got going on there. Um, Terminator. How far are you getting with that? You, that's quite big, that thing, isn't it? <laughs> I, believe it or not, I, I kind of it, – it's going to be a long process for this because I want it to turn out really, really good. So I'm it just looks really good. As long as I go. But what I've been kind of working on is the – Porsche for the group build for the styrene syndicate. I, they're, yeah, I had to wet sand the body. So I've got to prime this in a different color now. Um, and then, I mean, I started priming all my little figures and stuff. Nice. I, uh, got another figure for my birthday, which is this guy from D and D. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, it's, you know, another one of those figures, you know, that's really gruesome, you know, that's not, you know, an inch and a half tall. What scale is that? Uh, I don't have the box anymore. It's. Gonna, give me a second. Let me shut this light up here off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Josh. Yeah, that's no right. But I mean, other than that, I've just been. Uh, I've just been uh, just taking it easy, just trying to not finish all my projects at once, so I still have something to do <laughs> for a while. You got quite a lot for your birthday, though, didn't you? In in, in like figures and that, I remember yeah, you putting them up. I, I did need kits this time. I needed a couple figures, and I'm wanting to get some of the bigger stuff. So I, I went and spent a little bit of money. I you know, and got a little bit of money for my birthday, so I was able to buy some stuff. Nice, which is really cool. You didn't make the same mistake I made. <laughs> no. <laughs> you remember your little um, show? Show Guild the Night Titan you bought. Yeah, right. So you remember your Night Titans that you uh, uh, painted, Gil? Yeah, the big ones. Mm -hmm. oh, how, how tall are they? About? Oh, uh, uh, they're about. I don't know. I'd say about maybe nine to ten inches tall. Yeah, that's yeah, a good, that's, a yeah good. that's them. So um, I'd seen Gil paint these, and I thought I loved them. I thought they were brilliant, and I've, it's been my, it's been one of the the kits that's been at the top of my wish list that I wanted to get, and I wanted to do something similar to what Gil had done. Um, and uh, where I buy my kits from, there came up uh, 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 like a sale offer. Um, one day, and it said two Night Titans for um, $22.99, right? And I looked at them, <laughs> and I thought, I said, Gil. my God. <laughs> I was like, I'd have two, two. Two, two of them for $22.99. I, I just you quit? I, yeah, I couldn't empty my wallet fast enough. So I bought them, and anyway, I'm waiting for them to arrive, getting really hyped for them arriving, this, you know, thinking about what I'm going to paint them with. I've got two to play with. I thought, this is amazing. Anyway, the kits turned up, and the first sign that something was wrong was when they came through the letterbox. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, that, that, that was uh, a definite indicator that there was something se severely amiss. Um, and I looked at the little package that was in front of me, 
And uh, it was no bigger than that. And I thought, oh, what, what, you know, what's going on here? And I opened it up. Anyway, here's one of the Night Titans. Ah. <laughs> That's not a Titan. Yeah. I mean, isn't it? Well, yeah, that it, it is, but that's for that. Uh, uh, what is it? Oh, geez, what's the name? Yeah, of it? It's Titanicus. Titanicus, or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, and I thought I was getting two. Uh, yeah, two big ones. I should have known that at twenty-two pounds, it wasn't going to be two of them. But ah, oh, man. But I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed painting that. Actually. Yeah, they're, they're, they're nice. They're beautifully detailed, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've done quite. I, I've never painted one of these small. I don't know if it can get in focus there or not. Pretty good job on it. But I went with red and gold. Um, I'm still. This is all uh, all acrylic. Um, I've I've got oils and I'm you know I watch Gil do his oils and I really really want to be able to do more like that, um, but um, you know I'll get there I'll get there, uh, yeah. So that was yeah I was expecting two massive titans and I got two little tiny ones that come through the post. <laughs> there you go. You should always check when you're buying stuff. Really, what's the old saying? If it sounds too good to be true, um, it is. Got this screaming going on outside. It, did, it, it didn't have Titanicus next to it. Um, I can't. Well, I don't know where the box is now. It. No, um, I'm talking about when 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 you went to order them. It, Night Titans, Titanicus. It didn't say that. Yeah, it probably did. Um, that, that, uh, if you don't know, if you don't know the difference, that that Titanicus right there would have told you exactly what it was. Plus the twenty two bucks, man. You know. Yeah. That, that was that, the big. That was the biggest thing that I missed. Yeah. The, the tw twenty-two quid was um, when I when I think I bought. I got a whole um, up there. I've got a starter set, a Warhammer starter set, um, and that was fifty quid. Um, and uh, normally, them them figures are about twenty twenty-two quid. The little ones, I should have known. Yeah, yeah, because the, the the bigger ones are running about at least here in the states. I don't know about in the UK, but here in the states, they can go anywhere from a hundred and ten to one hundred and fifty bucks a piece. Yeah, they're a hundred quid in in yeah. uh, in the games workshop in Northampton because um, I've got the Arc Archaeon the. Um, the big guy, yeah, the archaeon, yeah. yeah. And I paid a hundred. Angela bought me that uh Valentine's Day three years ago, was it two years ago? She got me it. Um, I've never paid that much for a games workshop figure. I, I've I haven't I haven't started building it yet. I I took it out of the box to like to look at it. Um, and there's so many pieces, yeah, um, so complex, uh. And I've never built anything like that before, so it's it's a little bit intimidating that Archaeon. Yeah, uh, um, you know what? It, uh, it's 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 a beautiful model of paint. I did that. Yeah, you know, that purple one. I yeah. Did. Um, the thing with that is is all the all the armor that he's got on his chest. You know, that, yeah. That's where the all the little fine stuff comes in. Is all on his chest and the three heads. Yeah, yeah. It's got the three dragons yeah. heads in it with the different. Well, the chaos demons, you know, yeah, yeah, you got the three chaos demons heads on there, and those, you know, but it, it's a fun model of paint. You should try it. Yeah, I've, well, I will. I'm, I'm just building up confidence in it. Really, I really want to be more. I want to, I want to get some more oil work done um, and inks. I've got some inks. Um, I have used them. I use them occasionally on on certain things, uh, but the oils I tend to struggle with. Um, I always put too much down or not enough. Um, and then I get the, the blending wrong. I, I, people keep telling me how to do it. And because my memory's a bit naff, every time I come to use it, I've forgotten what I've been told. Mm. So, um, but uh, I'm going to, you know, I keep watching. I, I, I mean, your, your uh, shows that you do, Gil, when you do your painting, I love watching those. Um, and you make it look so easy. That's the trouble. <laughs> uh, it's it's just practice, man. You know, um, you really do make it look so easy. You know, I, I the other day someone asked me how come I don't Patreon. 
you know, and do a yeah. I have a Twitch channel, but I don't use it. Um, I see Josh, you're trying to get yours set up and, and running, huh? How's that? Yeah, work? I am. I I'm gonna try that. Yeah, I so I keep getting that, but I'm to to sit to do something like say what James Wapel does. And, and he's he's a good teacher. James is a hell of a teacher. He's a very prolific painter, isn't he? And, oh, I mean, the man wakes up painting, goes to sleep painting. You know, he's painting all day long. He's you know, I mean, so you yeah. know, he's he's just got a lot of talent. Um, I can't, you know, I when I'm showing somebody, they'll tell me, "Well, what's your process?" I don't have a process. It's just I'll sit down and I just start slapping stuff on, you know. And whatever yeah. you know, I know I know what I want here, but as far as the process is concerned, what what process I use, I really don't have one, you know. So I can't really. I'll show you, you know, but as far as step by step, geez, man, my step by step changes from day to day. So you know, but so yeah, I mean, what's that? Or you forget one. That happens all the time. You know, I'll forget a process. Oh, shoot, I should have done that, you know. Um, so when, when you're doing oils, uh, Mark, all you got to remember are three things. You don't need a lot. You know, you just put a little bit on a piece of paper or whatever you're using, a plate, you know, a palette, whatever you use, a cardboard, whatever it is. You just you open up your, 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 your tube and just smear a little bit on there. Yeah. Because you don't need a whole lot. And then when you... Now, it, it, you, you take a little thinner, you know, you get your brush wet, you mix it in there, wipe off some of it off the brush. All you need is a very little bit of oil paint goes a long way, man. A lot like um, the head of a, I don't know. Let me show you. Something like if, if you do a little dollop, just a small little dot, like say that big. Yeah. That will go a long way, a long way. And the good, the beauty about oils is once you put it on, you can always take it off. Yeah, one of the lessons that uh, you you actually, um, I forget which model it was. I think I was painting the. It might have been the female Canadian Mountie, mm -hmm. um, and. I'd come into one of your hangouts and I'd shown you and you said it needed a little bit of red in the cheeks mm -hmm. and you walked me through putting that red on. It was a tiny, tiny little pinprick of red that I put on the cheek and then you said to go, you know, brush it in very slowly and you looked at it and, and that stuck with me. That, that's one lesson that um, actually stuck with me to now, till now, mm -hmm. which is really quite something because lessons don't necessarily stick with me very well but um that one did i think because because it made such a massive difference to the model um and it, it i mean it went on to become one of my favorite figure builds um yeah and that uh, that was that was great i really uh, really appreciate that so um yeah, tiny, tiny little amount, pinhead, pinhead. Yeah, I mean, you, really, you, you don't need a lot. I mean, that's where I see a lot of guys, they go, uh, uh, you know, out, you see them trying to transition into oils from acrylics. And, you know, they use too much. They'll put too much on. And then, they, then they're trying to take it off, you know. And then when they're taking it off, if they don't um, if they don't protect the, the, the acrylic underneath it, they'll start taking the acrylic off because of the thinner. You know, so it's just very little, man. Very, I mean, very, very few times do I, do I, uh, like if I'm doing, um, give me a second. This guy right here. This guy right here. There's oil on them, but very little. Oh, that's nice. Very little. Um, yeah. Most of this is ink work, all the shadows. But there's a little bit of oil in there. And I just took, like I just showed, I just took the tip of a the tip of my brush, you know, just the tip, yeah. put it in there, and then I would put, say, a little bit here. And then I'd just slowly start moving it in there. And whatever, whatever bled over to the red, I'll take a clean brush and take that yeah. out. Just blend it in there. But yeah, I mean, I see guys do that, try to do that, and they'll put too much on there. And it's too dark, or it bleeds over into the into their other color, 
which is okay as long as you can blend it in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not rocket science. It's very easy to do. Um, and then and then you've got the other extreme now. There's inks. They're not as forgiving at all. Now that I tell people that all the time. Yeah, that once you put them on, there's no, uh, there's no going back. There's no going unless you unless you got a protective cover over, yeah. over the model. Once you start adding inks, the inks will stain your paint. It'll stain yeah. the clear too. It'll stain the clear depending on what ink you use. Um, the Games Workshop stuff, you know, like that'll come off right away. You know, the the those uh, shades and stuff that'll come off. You can yeah. take that off real quick. Now I've got the Dale Rowney inks. Yeah, but if you start the, using that or or the golden or the Liquitex, yeah, up here it's highly, highly, highly pigmented. Once you put that on, it will stain that that that. So you got to be very careful when you lay that in there. And, yeah. and Liquitex stuff has a binder to it that just attaches the stuff. To it. it just it just bites right into it, you know. So um you got to be real careful with inks. Um, but once you get once you get it, you know, I mean what I tell people when they want to start using inks, I'll tell them grab something that you know, like a, a test subject. Um I airbrush inks. I don't I don't you know brush paint them, I airbrush them. So I, they'll ask, well, how, how high is your PSI? Well, I'm about 10, maybe 15, between 10 and 15 PSI, depending on how close I want to get, and just barely laying it in there, you know, and I build it up because if you go, to, you know, it's always the same old adage, too much is too much, man, you know. You add, once you add a lot of ink on there, you're not getting it off, you know. I mean, uh-huh. you might get some of it off, but you just, you know. Yeah. So just very gently, you know, you just – at a low PSI and just, you know, and if you've got like on an airbrush, if you got that stop on there, so keep the finger from going all the way back, the, the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. It just people to use that, but yeah, inks are great, man. I mean, they, they, they just pop. It makes everything pop, you know? Yeah. They've got such bright pigment in them. They're um, really lovely colors. Mm-hmm. And I've got, um, there's one I've got, uh, it's white, but it's got like um, the shimmering flakes in it. I got it right here, the pearlescent almost. Like yeah, it. yeah. Oh, that looks great. Um, I've yeah. I only used it once. I can't remember what I used it on, but I used it once, and it's really nice. It gives just these, um, you know, as you move it in the light, you can see these little flakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a gold. Yeah, I've got a gold like that, a silver. I mean, I've got a. I'm looking over to my to my left here, and there's got to be about fifteen different colors of inks there, as far as the liquid. No more than that. But anyway, there's any ink that Liquitex Liquitex makes. I've got it over there. Do I use them all? No, but you know they're there if I need them. You know, um, uh, I, I, I prefer you know like the when I'm doing bone, I'll I'll use a Upshanti bone. That's my favorite from Citadel. Yeah, yeah. I'll use that, and then I go in with inks. I don't I don't really like to use the the Citadel. You know the 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 shading stuff. I, it pulls up too much, you know, and then if it dries too quick, you know, you go to take it off, you, you got that rough line on there. So I like to go in with inks, like with this guy. That's what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. You want about the contrast paints? Nah, I don't. Yeah. I've, I've got, um, I went and I, I, like everyone else, went out and bought them when they first came out. Um, and I've, yeah, I have used them. I do use them. Um, but I use them not the way that they're because they're, uh, they use them on their figures i use them on things like car floors and mm-hmm. where, where i want a, something to look a bit dirty and i think they're great for that um and leather s- sort of leather look stuff i use i use the, the leather one quite a lot um the others i barely use i think there's a green one um oh, i've used the green one on aircraft I put that over the top of um, Tamiya's uh, cockpit green, I think it's called, and then I put that zombie flesh one over the top, and you actually get quite a nice uh, green. They're, they're, um, from what I've seen, um, some figure painters I know that have used them, they, they, they're, they're, they're good, but you can do the same... If you're used to making your own washes, 
then you know how to use the contrast paints are nice because the way you can move them and pull them up where you need them and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, if you know how to use washes, you can do the same thing. It's basically yeah. the same thing. You just add a matte medium to them and boom, you just move them around. You know. But they're it's not bad. I mean, they're they're good. I mean, for some yeah. if you're doing Warhammer and you're doing a lot of them, um, or you're doing you know, like you said, you want to get a different tone on something. There, it's like an ink. You just you're staining stuff is basically what you're doing, and they're pretty good because they'll pull in the little crevices and stuff and give you that little highlight. You know. Yeah, yeah, they go dark, don't they? Where they're yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. in the corner, mm -hmm. and they give that sort of um, well, the, the the contrast, basically, what they're called. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're not they're not magic. Um, no. I think Games Workshop, when they first came out, they, they sort of made this suggestion um, or implied that you could just brush this on and it would. No. And I don't know. There's some skill. You have to move it around. You know, you can't let it pull up. I saw in a couple of Warhammer uh, Facebook pages that I belong to. I um, There's some people that have bought them. They, they bought, you know, they, they do what, you know, they don't know how to use them. So they're saying, oh, they're a contrast paint. I see this guy put them on. He moves it around. He lets it dry, and there it is. And then they show the figure. What did I do wrong? Well, it looks like they just dunked it in it, you know? Yeah. You, you, you got to be careful with that stuff when you're using it. You got to move it around. You know, it's not – it's a contrast. And that, see, that's what they're not getting. It's a contrast paint. It's there to, to build up shadows and stuff. Yeah. You can, use it to, you can mix it in paints, though. I've seen James mix that stuff in paints. And he gets some really nice stuff. He uses it totally different than what it's they tell him to use it. He doesn't. It, he doesn't even use it as a contrast paint. He uses it more as a dye. You know. Yeah, that's what I done with. I, I haven't got the. Um, it's on the wall now with my P sixty one. I used it in the wheel wells um, and in the cockpit on top of the the Tamiya sixty one. The Tamiya um, cockpit green. I used it on top of that, um, and I tried to. I didn't because if you just if you just brush it on and leave it, you end up with these horrible um, marks. Yeah, yeah. Where it's where it's just settled. Um, like you say, you've got to you know you you've got to push. If if you've got to build, you can see where it's going to go dark. You, you can see the the. Mm -hmm. The edge of the fluid and that, um, and you really need to push them up to the the corners and that. So, yeah, so you so you end up with the darkness in the right place. See, I like their paint, Citadel. I I like their paint. Oh them. yeah, yeah. I hate the pots they come in. God, I hate. I, no, oh man. But I wish they would change them pots. Oh God, I mean, you open it and then you end up with it all over the back of it. It gets on your fingers because it drips down after you shake it. I mean, I hate. That. Oh. So oh, I, well, I try to put like this, you know. Yeah, when you try and open it and you're trying to use it, and the lid like keep the lid won't stay open. Yeah, yeah, that's the other one. And the, and then when you do pop the lid open, if you're not careful, it gets behind that little scoop that's in. Oh, there. yeah, I'll cut that yeah. off sometimes. Yeah. And it drip, yeah, it'll drip down the back of the bottle, and then when you close it, you get it all over your hands, you know. Yeah, it's a really, really. Terrible design. Um, I don't know why they. I mean, I'm not keen on the Revel design either. The the square. Yeah, pots, yeah. I'm not a fan of those. The paints I like, but the the pot. I'm not a big fan of the pot. But um, I suppose they're all trying to be different and unique and um, trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, I um, like. I, I love their metallics though. They're metallic. I use no, uh, Citadel. Yeah. Citadel. Oh yeah, I yeah. use a lot of that. A lot, of, a lot of the the warlock bronze. You know the the the, the copper colors. Um, yeah, that's what I did that car in? I don't know if you saw that car I just finished. That's what I did that in. And it's it's not airbrushed. That's all dry brushed on there. Different steps. You know, over yeah. and over and over. You know, well, yeah, it's it's a dry brush. I guess you would call it a little bit wetter than a dry brush, but it yeah. it, it it'll give you a beautiful effect if you do it right. You know. You know they they bring out they're the only paint company that I that I've they bring out new colors, and I'll go up there and look at it and think, oh, I like the look of that, 
and that I'll come home and put it on and I've literally um, put it on and sort of gone, wow, that is amazing. Yeah, they have some brilliant, brilliant colours. Yeah, and I, there's no other paint company where I've come home with a paint and gone, wow, that's um, – I'll tell you the last one. Um, oh, let me bear with me while I just get – So the last one that um, really impressed me, and I use it quite a lot because I love the colouring on it, um, there's there's another one that I like, uh, this uh, Talisar Blue. That's yeah. a beautiful colour. Yeah. Um, come on, where are you? That's Black Temple. That's not it. It's, um, I can't remember the damn name of it now. Um, Snake Bite Leather was the contrast one I was on about mm. that I use quite a lot. Um, That's well, actually my favourite contrast paint. because they the, seem snake to... bite, the Snake Bite Leather? Yeah. Yeah. What do you use it for, Josh? For the leather or for other things? For leather. It I if if you if you lay down the base color just right or the primer just right, you put in like a white streak every so often, it'll actually give that leather texture to it. Nice. I've seen people use it on faces. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. There it is. It'll give it like like a like a, a Middle Eastern kind of look, you know. Yeah. Or, or darker skin. I've seen them use it on. on I've never used it, so I, I. That's why I'm asking. How, how do you like it? You know. Warp, warp lock bronze. That's the one. That's that's my favorite. That's what this. Yeah. The the base color for this. Is yeah. Warlock, is warlock bronze. Warp lock bronze. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I painted something in it when when I came home just to see what it was like, and it really. I was stunned at the. Amazing color. Yeah. I don't know who they pay that, that comes out with their colors, but. Um, well, Jack, yeah. uh, Mark, you've seen the the, the, the the Titans I've done. You know, the, the yeah. Wings. Yeah. That's the. I'll prime it in black. And then I go in. The first color I always use is Warlock Bronze. And then right. I'll, I'll lay the Warlock Bronze down, you know. Just, you know, but I, you know, I, I dry brush it. I just, you know, or I stipple yeah. it. I'll stipple it in, and then once it's in, I'll take a, 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 a dry brush, and I'll just make sure there's nothing on that brush, and I'll just blend it, but I still have yeah. that black showing through. And then that gives me my base for, for, for like, a rusty or, a, or a, a bronzy look, you know, a steel look. And then I'll go in with the, with the, with the coppers and the, um, the stormhole silver, you know, stuff like that there just to brighten everything up. And when I'm done – it looks like metal. Yeah. But yeah. that Warlock Bronze is the base for everything, for, for everything I do when I do stuff like that. It really is a beautiful color. Um, and if anyone wants to get it, you can get yeah. it at uh, Games Workshop. Just like, it's one of their range. So, um, yeah, beautiful color. And they've got so many, so many. Yeah, you, their colors are so bright and vivid. And, yeah. um, and they paint really well. And, and you can – I mean, they do an air range – and they do because uh, all their paints. If you're not familiar with them, they're all arranged into different groups. Um, they've got like uh, base color paints, which tend to be rather thick, don't they? They're much yeah, thicker. The, base, the layer, the shade. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then you've you know you've got the contrast as well. Um, and uh, they do technical ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they do one called. And it re- it's a blood one, and it really does look like blood. Oh, you're talking um, about blood for the blood god. Yeah, it's yeah, that's it, blood for the blood gods, and it really does look like that dark, it, it um, looks like blood. arterial blood that yeah. you get. And yep. it's, it's amazing. Yep. Um, so yeah, they really know their stuff. Josh, when you go to paint that big old Titan, man, I was every time I see you, you know, you show it. I'm thinking if that was me, man, I'd have a, I'd have to use a lot of paint, you know, just to do the frame on that big sucker, man. That thing is huge. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. Right now, I'm going through and trying to fill all the seams and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that that's going to be a process that'll take a while because I'll fill it in with glue and then I'll have to putty it and then I'll have to sand it and then probably putty it again. 
Now, 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 I know you guys want about uh, CA glue. Are you filling it in with CA glue? I am using the white Gorilla Glue because it kind of expands a little bit. Yeah, it's got that little resin stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it expands and it works really, really good for that. But, you know, you still got to put the putty in there and right. sand it. And But, I mean, I've got like quarter inch gap in some of those parts because – you know, the I have my printer in my garage, so what happens is the temperature will change, so part of the part will warp a little bit. Okay. And then it just won't fit together right, so then you got to, you know. Yeah. And that's it, once once that's printed, that's not like resin. You can't heat that up to bring it back down. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, you, know, you, you can. It's just how much more destruction do you want to do? Yeah. Now, now Mark, you wanted to talk about CA glue, right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 now, this is a issue that I've come across with. Um, I tell you what, uh, Games Workshop models, I find I struggle with this. Um, now, just, hold on, because let me get, I'm getting a bit mixed up here. So, uh, I'll touch on the Games Workshop in a minute, but super glue. Um, I've I've bought loads of glue. As people who know me will know, I have got a drawer full of all the different super glues. And the reason for that is I go and buy a super glue, I try it, and it's not so super. It um the only thing it bonds together are my hands. Uh it, it won't uh I just really struggle with it. And I've watched people like um excuse me a minute. Pardon me. Um, Plasmo, uh, as many of you uh, who watch him will know, and he will come on and he will pick up an item and put some super glue on and just touch it onto the model, and bingo, it sticks instantly. Um, now you come to me and I will put the little tiny bit of super glue on, touch it onto the model, and let go, and the thing falls off. Uh, so I'll pick it up again. Yeah, but he's probably using kicker. Uh, no, 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 it's not. Yeah. no. Either that or he's using a fresh bottle because it well, doesn't how long you've had that super glue. Super glue goes bad in about anywhere yeah. from oh, 30 days to six months, it'll go bad. Yeah, now I've got a drawer full of it. And what I found is because um, my drawer is sort of set opaque, they're a set of drawers and they're opaque. So the light gets in and I found um, through, you know, a bit of research and that, that even if a bottle is never, ever opened, if it's left in an area that's in daylight, it will, it can go off because the UV light can um, start making it go bad. There's a, um, if you, if you Google it, it'll tell you, um, CA glue has a shelf life once it leaves the factory of six months to a year. So it depends yes. on how long it's been sitting in a warehouse, how long it's been sitting in a store. And then once you get it and you crack it open, now the timer starts on it. Yes. And now it, um, it, it depends on how long it is. Now I fear people, well, I've had my CA glue for two years. Uh, I, I, I doubt that. I, I doubt that. You know, you've had, you didn't have it that long and it still works. Um, I've had CA glue here, man, that I'll crack the bottle a month later. I got to throw it away. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not doing anything. Now, Josh, you use that, uh, the Games Workshop CA glue, right? Yeah. I I love that stuff. I it This stuff works really, really good on the thicker GW stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you – and it doesn't take very long either. It does, and I've never had an issue with it. Like, you put the parts together – and like sometimes you got to hold it for a second, but other times it's just like, it's kind of like that um, weld bond number three. Yeah, yeah. It is the closest thing I've found to that. Mm -hmm. Now I use a lot. I'll use. I mean, I'll be honest. I use a lot of cheap stuff. I'll get it at the dollar store, and it's a drop and boom, it works. Um, this stuff here, there's two of them that I use that I think are probably for me. Now you, for you, it's the the GW. Yep, there it is, right there. <laughs> the, the, the gorilla glue, the the thick gorilla glue. That stuff there is probably one of the best DA glues you can get. And the other one is that Loctite. 
this one, the Loctite. But like I said, there's I've got tons of these. All I got tubes of these little ones right here. Cost me a dollar at the dollar store. And, and it's only about that much in there, you know, about a third of it in there. But so this will, after I crack this open, the timer starts working on this. This will last you about 30 days. But a drop of this usually works really good, the cheap stuff. But you got to remember, once you open that from the cheaper ones, once you open it, you know, it's the timer starts running on that. And you got to so, I'm sorry. This, this is right. So I opened this today. So there's the package. I've just just took it out of yep. the bin. There's the bottle. Same one we all have. Yeah. It's yeah. Now I've had to. I wrote to Gorilla Glue about this product um, last year, and I told them that I'd bought one and it had gone bad, and they sent me two more out. Right. Mm -hmm. This is one of them. Right. And I've just opened it today. Mm -hmm. So I opened it. And what did I find? It's already pretty much knackered. And that's straight out the packet. Never been opened. Yeah, yeah, because I'll show you. This is the Gorilla Glue. I opened this one up about, I don't know, a week ago. Look. Yeah, that, that's crazy. So, uh, I, yeah. And I don't know, where's the date on these? So where would the... I don't know if they have a date on it. Maybe I... Oh, man, look at that. 2016 copyright date. Yeah. I don't know where... Well, no, that's the, co that's the copyright date. Yeah, but don't they change it each year as they repackage? Yeah, I don't think so. There's no, uh, I can't see a date on here. And this came from them, so I know it's legit. Um, so, in, in basically, I wrote and complained about a product, and they sent me another NAF product out. Appalling. So, I've used all these, and they've been no good. So, today, I went out to B&M and... I bought those for two pound fifty. That's you know what, <laughs> that'll work. I am never ever paying four or five quid for a, a super super glue that bonds lorries to ceilings and stuff like that. No, not anymore. I, yeah, I, that's kind of unusual because I've never had a bottle that came like that. Now, what yeah. usually happens is. If that if I have a bottle like the one you just showed, the brand new one, and it does that, it's been sitting on my desk for months, and yeah. I've already used it, so it's got opened. So yeah, yeah. that super glue went bad, and it who knows how long it's been sitting in, in whatever warehouse they had it, but it went bad. When it's like that, it's not good. It it went bad. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was. Uh, it's probably one they had lying around, and they got my letter and thought, "Yeah, yeah, do we just pick that up and chuck that in?" Yeah, because um, I I buy them on on a, in a lot of six on Amazon. Yeah, I never had that happen. Um, I buy them in the, at the hardware store. Never had. The only time that has happened to me is if it's been sitting on my desk for more than three months, four months, five months, whatever. And then I'll go to open it, and it's real thick, and that's when I know it's garbage. I'll just close it up, throw it away. Yeah. Know? Open up so that brings me to um, basically my, my or our advice for super glue: um, don't hoard it, um, don't keep loads of it in a drawer uh, because it will go off. Yeah, um, and and then you're just wasting money. And I speak from experience because I've done that. I've I've bought loads and kept kept them in the drawer and thought I'm set for glue for life. And slowly, one by one. They've been thrown away and they've not hardly been used because they've just gone bad. Yeah, so, um, I don't know if you get the. I know Josh, you know what this is—the Bob Smith ones, those bottles of the bottles. Oh yeah, yeah, I like those. A while back, yeah, a while back, I bought a bunch of the. Uh, I was at a convention and they were selling it. They got you know the company was selling it, so I bought a bunch of the bigger bottles. And I figured they're closed. I've never used them before, so I put them behind me on my shelf. Oh, about a. Six months ago, I go to use one of them, and it's hard. It's brand new. I never opened it. 
it's super glue. It'll, it had been, probably been sitting there for two years before I decided to use it. And when I go to grab it, I could, I could feel it. You know, it's hard. I'm like, shit. Yeah. You know, there went that into the trash that went, you know, it took yeah. all threw them out. Cause they were all, they were just like what you just showed gelled yeah. up and hardened. Like what you just showed. And I threw them out. You know, yeah, they, they go off. Um, yeah. And as, as uh, Gilbert said, once you've opened them, it might be worth putting a little mark on a calendar or something or writing on the bottle when you opened it. And then, you know, one, just throw it when it starts to go bad because you're not going to – it's just not going to work properly for you anymore. Um, the mean, other thing, but buy the these. They're cheap and they're a lot better than some of these fancy – Fancy. Um, I mean, one of these is what nearly five quid for a bottle of this, and and that's that's five quid, and it's it it's buggered. Yeah, but is it still, when, you, when you hold it up, does it still run alongside the side of the bottle? Well, it sort of not so more so much runs, but it it sort of creeps along. It's like a lava. It's like you know when you see well, lava. That, that, on it's because it's thick. That's supposed to do that. Try it. Try it on something and, and see. That's supposed to be thick. Yeah, but this is like really, really, really. I mean, look, you can hold the bottle up. Yeah, no, see, that's bad. That, yeah, that that went, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's but it will. If you turn it upside down, it will slowly. Yeah, it, it's more like jet. Well, it's not good. Josh, you were showing that that to me a bottle. What do you have in that? So I, I was just going to say, like, the two longest bottles I've had that still work is the Tamiya Extra Thin. I've had this thing forever, and it still works every time. And the Citadel Glue. I've I've had this thing for two years and works just fine. I mean, I might have yeah. to clog the, the nozzle. Yeah. Well, that's a bit like the Revel. That, that, they do last. Um, as long as you treat them... Um, you, you know, you don't put them on a windowsill in summer or something like that. Um, then, yeah, they're they're fairly good. Uh, I noticed uh, recently some people have been asking about how you unclog these. Um, for me, the easiest way um, is just use uh, a flame. So you just get yourself. Uh, yeah, just be careful; it will catch on fire. <laughs> So you just you, you don't want to put your flame down near the uh the end there, just over the top of the needle like that, and and that's long enough, just that. And then that will clear any blockage in there and you'll be good to go. Um now I've lost the lid. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, every, everybody's got their use for glue. I mean, it, and there's, and the worst part is there's all different types. Oh, I mean, tell me about it. I got about seven different ones in front of me. I mean, if I, like, when I put the Night Titan together, I use this contact cement mm -hmm. for the, the really, really big one. And it, like, it bonds stuff, and you ain't getting it apart. Well, I, I, you know, as I said earlier, I was going to touch upon the Citadel kits. Um, and I find their plastic to be harder to um, stick together than Airfix, uh, Revel, and, um, yeah, Airfix, Revel, and some of the other brands that stick together really easily with Tet. I find if you use Tet with Citadel stuff um, – it it's harder to bond together. Um, so much so that I had to go out and buy their own brand glue, which worked a lot better. Um, I don't know what sort of plastic they use or whether I'm doing something wrong. I know Gil does a lot of Citadel um, kits. Have you have you discovered this? Um, as far as the plastic, yeah. It depends on if you're getting that fine cast or the regular plastic. I hate that fine cast stuff. Um, but I haven't done a lot lately.
but I I used to put a lot of them together and paint them for people. Um, I use Tamiya. The Tamiya it, it glues them really nice. I I I'm not a CA uh, person when I put models together. Once I put a model together, I want it to stay together. With me, my experience has been I'm not I'm just saying mine. When I yeah. use CA glue, if I bump the damn thing the wrong way, it comes right off, um, it, or I'll break it. You know, um, I when I glue it, I don't want it to move. So, you know, I use either the Tamiya or I use the the, the this stuff here. Oh, what's yeah, that? Stuff is awesome. This is a uh, side grip. It's a uh, number three, and this stuff is probably. One of the best glues you can get for styrene. Um, it, it once you put it on, it'll bond. It ain't coming off. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, oh once, wow! Once you use this, it's not coming off. It uh, it's called a uh, side grip number three. It's a uh, an it's for acrylics. You know what it says acrylics, but it's it's a a, a really good styrene uh, glue. This is what uh, like what's his name? Um, Josh. We. We we in the syndicate call that the Adam Savage glue. Yeah, Adam Savage, because we saw him do, do it on uh, on one of his uh, uh pot. The other one I use a lot. And I'll show you in a second here. Is MEK. Mech, I've heard that. Um, I have the bike. It is I got the can over there. Metho, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But it's MEK. I take a little bit of this and I add some of this to my Tamiya. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you put this on, on a, on a model. I mean, you, you should be inhaling this. This stuff is pretty corrosive. You know, it's not good for you, but you add a little bit of this to your Tamiya. You're never going to get those parts part loose. So I, that's what I do. I have some, this, this bottle here that I have, it's it's two thirds to me a one third mek. Ah, top um, tip. Yep. Uh, and this one is straight mek. But so how does that work with straight? Surely does that not dissolve a lot of plastic? If you well, if you if you uh, if the plastic is bathing, it is just gonna you know that's what when I make my sprue glue. Yeah, that's mek in there with sprue. It'll melt it. It'll give me my sprue glue. Yeah. Um, I mean, sprue glue, I think, is about one of the best. Oh, God. It's a great – it is a great seam filler, you know? Yeah. It's, you just can't put too much on it because then you'll end up with a big bubble and you got to sand that all off, you know? But there's a – that's a whole different subject. But sprue glue is great stuff. Um, you could use your – you know, your whatever your sprue gates and just chop them up a little piece. Yeah. Of, you know, and you dump them in an old Tamiya bottle. Add some either Tamiya in there. Tamiya will dissolve it. Uh, Mr. Cement will dissolve it. You know, any any of the, the glues other than the testers, the thick testers, well, it'll yeah. dissolve it, but it'll take a little uh, Testers thin will dissolve it. But I, I I find either the Cygrit or the MEK. That's what I use to dissolve my – to make my sprue glue because it's 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 a glue now. Now you got the MEK in there and you got or the Cygrit in there. You go to lay that stuff down. You put your two pieces together. It bubbles up a little bit. You let that dry, you know, 30 minutes or whatever, however long you want. Sand that down, no more seam. Yeah. I, I needed some decent glue for this because I've been working on um, this. This is – let me just put this down. I've been working on this, and this is a Italeri kit. Hmm. Um, and um, it's – the plastic has not been – my friend on this um i've glued parts together and then they keep falling off and even now um just a minute ago i knocked this uh well there uh, it's that's all loose that's got to be glued again um what, and, uh, what are you using on it so this has been um tet i've used tet on this um, I did try super glue and I also tried uh, the other one that I use a lot when when I start having problems with um, Tet or the Revel professional cement um, I turn to this this is one of the first ones I turn to and this is the GS hypo cement uh, mm -hmm. yeah that's good stuff 
and that's what so if that's what this bit here was stuck on with up until I put this on, this just kept falling off every five minutes. You know what um, else is a good glue? And you, I think you'll be able to get it a little easier over there is this, uh, the stuff from MIG. The, his, his extra thin cement, MIG ammo. Yeah. This stuff is really good. Oh, right. I've not tried that. And it's got – I like the brush because look how long that brush is. Yeah, the brush is normally where I, uh, you know, I bought a um, Mr. Hot, was it Mr. Hobby cement? Um, and it came and the brush was horrible. It had got these thick nylon strands. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's this one right here. Yep. Yeah, it's it's just a big wide brush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the sort of thing you'd gloss your interior doors with. Yeah. Um, to an old bottle of tet that i keep and i pull the brush out and swap it over um yeah they're, they're really thick they're horrible i don't know why they put them in yeah if you um, if you if you see some of that uh mig ammo that his cement if you come across it you know get yourself a bottle and try it right? yeah you'll like it it's, it's good cement you know? yeah i'll give that a go so um I think that that I think we'll uh, draw it to a close there, really, for this week. Um, nice short one, um, nice short uh, podcast. Our first live one. Um, it's been great having Gil with us, um, and, and hopefully he will be back with us next week while um, uh, Gordon's having his having his holiday. Um, is there anything anybody else wants to say? No, I'm cool. Josh? No, I'm good. I just wanted to say thanks to Gil. I know this was last minute today. But, yeah, it was. Um, it was really last minute, and I'm really grateful. For him. Anytime, anytime. I'm more than happy to. <clears throat> so um, until uh, next week, then, um, it's bye from me. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.